You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Well, I hope your remembrance of Martin Luther King today is a good one, and I hope that our country continues down a path that will benefit from his legacy. It's too bad that a lot of his legacy gets cramped into, uh, you know, political wokeness, but we'll talk about this and some actual problems that we're facing. Stay here. It's Kevin McCullough. Oh, friends, it's a big week, and we've got a lot to be thankful for, and I am so thrilled uh, to be telling you about uh, this coming Saturday night's launch of That Kevin Show. Uh, I don't want you to miss it. In fact, I'd love you to have uh, host a big watch party. Uh, just get together. we got great guests. Uh, we're going to have incredible musical talent, uh, and it's going to be something really fun. But that comes up Saturday night, 9 o'clock, Salem News Channel is where you find that. Download the app, Salem uh, News Channel. You can get it on your uh, Android or Apple device, and you can get it everywhere you get OTT. So Roku, uh, Google Play, Amazon Prime. Apple TV, it's it's everywhere, and we hope to see you there. Or just watch it on the web, snc.tv. I'll tell you more about that coming up. We've also got uh, some market stuff to take a look at today. Hillary Kramer, she, you know, she loves to be on even on the hol- even on the trading holidays because she she wants you to be aware of when things open tomorrow, like exactly how to attack the market. So the millionaire maker will be with us later in the show. Look forward to that. Our normal money report on Monday carrying on regardless of the holiday. But I don't know about you, but I am starting to have some real, um, not doubts. I This sounds terrible, and it's going to just make me sound horrible to my next guest. But I, I literally broke out in giggles multiple times over the weekend because every time you'd hear someone say, oh, they found some more documents, then you'd hear Corinne Jean-Pierre in the White House say, well, you know, the president takes this very seriously, and he's promising he's going to do something about it. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, you know, we're, we're confident we got them all. And then, boom, there's another, there's another set of them. In fact, Jim Jordan said on Twitter last night, uh, where, where hasn't Joe Biden hidden some documents now? For some perspective on this, let's go to our uh, former uh, uh, Treasury Department official. I, last time I said she was the Assistant Secretary of the Treasury, but that was wrong, Mo- Dr. Monica Crowley. You were what? What, what was the correct title that I should have used? <laughs> well, first of all, it's great to be with you, and Happy New Year, Kevin. Happy New Year, by the way. Yeah. Thank you, and congrats on the new Salem News Network show on Saturday night. I can't wait to see it, and I can't wait to be a guest which will happen very soon. So I'm excited. We will make that, that happen. I promise you, lady. Yeah. I, I look forward to it. Um, yeah. So last time was I was on, you gave me a big promotion to deputy <laughs> secretary of the treasury, which is the number two under the secretary. I actually served as assistant secretary. So that's like uh, the third rung down. So you gave okay. me a great promotion and you know well, what? Well, you were just it. a lot more, you were just a lot more than a mouthpiece. And I didn't want people thinking you were just, you know, just the, the press gal that went out and did the, the news conferences. You, you actually had some, some uh, importance in that office. And you know what? I, God love you. I wish you were still there because the mess that we're in right now, and we can't seem to find, you know, the, the clouds from the sun when it comes to uh, what we're going to do by way of monetary policy and our economy. And we have evidently Dr. Fuddle, who has put documents in nearly every section of his of, of anything he owns. I mean, I'm expecting them to find them in the milk carton in the refrigerator pretty soon, Monica. <laughs> you know, you mentioned my job at Treasury during the Trump administration, and that was such an honor and a blessing for me to do that job uh, on behalf of the American people and the country that I love. And I will tell you that when you go into the federal government at that level, one of the very first things they do is make you do an entire course on the handling of classified material. (laughs) So I have to sit, and it was like an in-person thing as well as like an online 
a digital course as well on handling classified material. That applies to everybody going in. So Mrs. Clinton, who had her own classified material scandal, she had to sit through these courses. Joe Biden, same thing. Okay, and so the idea that Joe Biden has reams, apparently, of classified material in multiple locations. I mean, Kevin, we don't know how many classified documents are floating around at how many locations, because with every passing day, you hear of, oh, whoops-a-daisy, we discovered another uh, several documents in, you know, the cistern of the Wilmington house or the sewage system of, you know, the Rehoboth Beach House. Like, nobody knows where all this stuff is. There, It is uh, completely unacceptable for a guy who's been in government his entire life, has never really had a job in the private sector, so should know this stuff like the back of his hand. That's number one. Number two, the fact that he condemned Donald Trump and sicked the FBI and the DOJ, the most fearsome agencies in the U.S. government, to go conduct a raid of Donald Trump's private residence um, because of classified documents and, and trying to locate them. The fact that he did all of this when he knew, or maybe he didn't, maybe his brain is so rattled he forgot, but in any case, it's completely unacceptable that the President of the United States, as Vice President, with no unilateral authority to declassify anything, absconded with classified material, and then is sicking the government on others like Donald Trump on the same issue. It's completely outrageous, unacceptable, and now we've got a special counsel, and we're going to have to see where that goes, whether or not that is wholly corrupt, or whether or not they are going to use that as a lever to remove Joe Biden from the presidency, or at the very least, the 2024 race. You're always examining it from these multiple layers of uh, motive, which I think uh, anybody that spent any amount of time around uh, the federal government, you, you're kind of forced to because it's the it's the reality. Everyone's got motives. Everyone's got uh, outcomes. They're all playing five five ways to the center. And uh, you have to ask those questions when the when the president's supposed treasure trove of documents, you know, the, the 12 things they had laying on the floor very carefully kind of crafted for that photo that went viral like in, in seconds. I think, if, if my memory serves me correctly, that a bunch of those folders ended up being empty. And there wasn't even as much stuff there as what they thought. Monica, they're finding, and, and they're not telling us how much they're finding, which I think pretends very poorly for Joe Biden, because uh, evidently he just, he just tossed this stuff around like it was, like it was yesterday's newspaper. But they're, they're telling us now that, that Hunter Biden not only lived at the residence where these documents were held, but that a lot of times, you know, he had probably access to this kind of stuff. When we consider the corruption of the Chinese or the Ukrainians or the Russians and their influence on Hunter Biden as just the poor schlub that he is, because he, he barely knows which end is up, I think, most days, um, he, Shouldn't we be shouldn't we be approaching this from a national security protocol? Shouldn't we be approaching this as though uh, maybe some of our deepest secrets have been filtered, pilfered, pilfered, given, sold, stolen, uh, sold to uh, to people that that really? I mean, it it just seems like no one's taking this very seriously, and Corinne Jean Pierre gets kind of upset. When Peter Ducey asks her a follow-up. Last week, Joe Biden, when he was first asked about this by Ducey, was talking about, you know, we can't believe that these documents were in your garage next to your Corvette. And video has since emerged of these random cardboard boxes just sort of thrown helter-skelter in the back of his garage while he peels out in his beloved Corvette. Are those the classified documents? Are those the nation's secrets? We don't know. But when he, he took the question and Biden said, well, I mean, it's not like my, my vet is sitting out on the street with these documents. You know, they're locked away. Well, you know who had a key to that garage with Hunter Biden? You're yeah. exactly right. We now know Hunter Biden was the bag man for the Biden crime family, selling influence and access around the world, many times at the expense of our nation's national security and our nation's interests. So the initial story, Kevin, was that these documents, at least the initial batch that were quote unquote found. Monica, can I keep way, you found, can I keep yeah, you eight more minutes? Because sure. we, we sure. got to talk about this more. Let's take a break. Come right back. Kevin McCullough, don't go anywhere. 
This is Jerry Boyer for townhall.com. Recent media coverage celebrating falling inflation is taking a victory lap a little too early. Yes, inflation is lower, somewhat. It certainly has come down from the stratospheric levels of nearly 10% a year, but at 5% a year, it's still unacceptably high. There's no grounds for our policymakers to declare victory. The job just is not done. Rising demand for inflation hedges like gold, Bitcoin, and inflation-protected bonds and foreign currencies show that investors know that the inflation crisis is not over yet, even if the ruling class which caused it and benefits from it is in denial. You don't need a Ph.D. in economics to know what's going on. You just need to go to the store and buy a dozen eggs. When pay doesn't keep up with the cost of living, that means you're losing ground. And government is the culprit. I'm Jerry Boyer. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Let's be real. Retirement is expensive, and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great? If the cost of your health care could go down, well, MediShare 65 plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare Parts A and B, looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks. It's $99 a month, and you can use any Medicare-approved doctor or facility, and you get 24-7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet... MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that will pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about MediShare 65+. plus. Here's the number. 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in iHeartAlexa or Odyssey.com. All right, Kevin McCullough, and every week I promise you, if you'll send uh, a real-life question, Mike Connors is going to answer one each week uh, from the mailbag. Uh, Mike Connors, of course, of Connors and Sullivan. Mike, this week's question, uh, my cousins are fighting as to who owns their mother's house in Queens. My aunt is alive, but she's not saying a thing. How do you find out who legally owns a house? Signed, Susan from Flushing. Mike? All right. Well, if the aunt is in Queens, it's very easy to find out whose name is on the deed. There's a system called ACRIS, A-C-R-I-S, and you plug in the address and your deed, assuming the deed was recorded in the last almost 60 years now, the deed will show up on your computer and you know whose name is on your deed. I know a lot of times when the confusion happens, let's say a husband and wife own a property together, one of them dies, sometimes the kids think, hey, dad died, I get half the house or part of half the house. Usually most of the deeds are written husband and wife, so if something happens to the husband, it all goes to the wife. But there's no mystery about it. You can just... Get into the system and find out, get the deed. And it's very user-friendly. If you just know the address of the property, you can get the deed in minutes. All right. And then uh, if you have any other questions about house ownership and how to pass that down via a trust or will through your end of life, Connors and Sullivan are the people that will help you do that uh, spectacularly. Uh, And all you have to do is call them, 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. And then make sure that you're listening as Mike Connors answers more questions with me, Kevin McCullough, each week right here. But he also answers them on his broadcast, 8 a.m. Saturday mornings on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. And Sunday mornings starting at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Connors, thanks so much. Thank you, Kevin. Listen to Global Spiritual Revolution Radio with Bishop Larry Gators. Bishop Gators is 100% pro-Christ, pro-life, pro-Constitution, pro-U.S., and pro-President Donald Trump. Tune in Monday nights at 930 on AM 570 WMCA. Don't miss it. Do you want to walk in integrity and victory, forever transformed by the power of God? Join Pastor Ray Hagistilianos of Living Word Christian Church of White Plains, New York, weekday afternoons at 2 for More Than Conquerors. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. Remember, just because the journey gets difficult, it doesn't mean God's not in it. More Than Conquerors, weekday afternoons at 2 on WMCA. Want more AM570 The Mission? Take us on the go with our Listen Live feature at am570themission.com or download our AM570 The Mission app today. Just go to the iPhone App Store or Google Play Store and search AM570 The Mission. 
You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. So glad you're with us. Kevin McCullough, glad to be with you on this Friday. Glad to welcome back Bethany Mandel, who you may not know, but uh, not only does she appear here every week, but you can catch her on the Hugh Hewitt Show. See, Hugh Hewitt listens to my show to find the good guests, and then he brings them to his show. That's how that works. And uh, Bethany has been with us for a long time. He said, hey, that's, that's a great segment on McCullough's show. We're going to steal it for our show. So that's, that's what Hugh did. And now she's on both shows, which is great because she has a book coming out. Um, Bethany, good to see you. Hey, thanks so much, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, and I'm just fun in with Hugh. You know, he's, he's a good guy. I mean, he's a little brainy, but uh, outside of those uh, uh, boundaries, he's fine. Um, in this last few days, there has been um, some really bizarre stuff coming out of Disney. And catch my listeners up on what it was and what you think their intention was. Because I'm, I'm not even clear about why they did this, but what, what was your best guess? Yeah, so I wrote a, a column about this for the New York Post earlier in the week. And basically they had um, they had a show, The Name is Escaping Me, and I, I can't look it up at the moment, so you're just going to have to believe me, um, that, uh, that was produced for Juneteenth. And it's all about reparations. And so sort of what the left does is they produce content of some kind, whether it be education or educational content or um, entertainment, and they teach slavery through the prism of CRT and, uh, and wokeness. And then when anyone objects, as one would when you're talking about, like, whiteness, whiteness is evil and reparations and we're still living in Jim Crow's America. When anyone objects to any of that messaging, um, they're called a bigot in their history. When the reality is, you know, they have completely warped history to fit their prism. And, um, and you know, they get away with it because people are afraid to be called racist. Well, that is totally true and this is one of the reasons why there's such a big pushback uh on that stuff getting into our schools across the country and depending on where you are it's being more successful with the pushback than other places but i know this is one of the things that ron desantis has been fighting yeah and he he fought it successfully he made news because he was accused of trying to take black history out of the florida curriculum when the reality was the college board had included all of this kind of CRT, uh, critical race theory, and wokeness in their, um, in their material for the advanced placement test for American history. And DeSanta said, well, then I guess we won't be offering that test in that course here in Florida. And when the college board, which is a for-profit business, saw its bottom line at risk losing a major market in Florida schools, they decided, you know what, we'll revise the curriculum, and they took it out. And, you know, DeSantis goes hard, and he takes on the big guns, and um, and this is a huge W in his column. Yeah. No, there's no doubt about it. And he's also fought, I mean, because there's, there's been a two-pronged attack on the schools. It's been the, the woke racism, but it's also yep. been the woke sexuality. And he, he yep. fought both of those interests in Florida, and it looks like he came out uh, the better side on both of them. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's so inspiring to see that um, I think that Republicans are taking a page out of his book and aggressively pushing back against this. Because it's not just, you know, oh, it's a culture war thing and, you know, he's just he's going for the base. I mean, these are real serious issues of indoctrination that the left, you know, the left aren't having kids. But how they're trying to capture the next generation is by indoctrinating and and. Um, you know, manipulating our children. And that's why Carol and I wrote Stolen Youth, um, because we saw this phenomenon. And, um, you know, I'm excited for your listeners to to read it, because the level of the insidiousness is uh, really shocking. Well, you've you've said it well, and I've been making this remark for most of the last year, but um, the left seems to have no, no natural or good use for children. And as you just said, yeah. they seem to uh, want to use ours as their little lab rats. 
And uh, yeah. we have to say not just no, but <laughs> heck no. You're not you're not taking my kids. Yeah. Uh, they are yeah. they are our gifts from God, and, and they're our responsibility, and they're our stewards. Um, so let me ask you on the um, on the on the Disney side. You know, they just made news for having to lay off seven thousand employees. This this yeah. going woke for them has obviously gone broke for them. Yeah, and it's it's not just. I, I mean, I love the saying "go woke, go broke," and I think it's absolutely true. But I think there's a lot of it that it's just not entertaining anymore. And you know, I talk about this in Stolen Youth also. When you change your focus from producing quality educational content or just content in general, entertaining content, when you change your focus from that to appeasing the woke gods, it's not going to be as entertaining. Um, I was just watching uh, a clip from The Office that was, you know, I guess 15 years old at this point, and the clip was hilarious and something that would never be made right now in this climate, in this political climate. And there's so much of that kind of content that's out there. If you rewatch Seinfeld or Friends would never be produced now. And you kind of have to think, like, what content is not being produced because people are too scared? And the reality is, you know, we all have streaming now. We all have the capability to buy something on Prime or whatever or Netflix. And people are like, you know, I'm not interested in the latest Disney movie because it's not entertaining anymore. Yeah. Well, I have to say, not only that, there's been an explosion of family safe apps from pure flicks to angel studios to uh you you know salem now our our own product at the salem uh, broadcast network uh there's there's and there's so much good material that's being produced from documentaries to kids shows to uh, other things you just don't have to go there so um you know they brought um they they brought their old ceo back i think hoping to kind of right these wrongs and he's He's made a couple of changes in the right direction, but I think he's going to have to be much more aggressive to really win them back, long, uh, win the those people back long term. Yeah, I agree. My co-author Carol Markowitz wrote a great column um, on Friday for Fox News, and she just went to Disney for a conference, and she was completely unimpressed by the state of the parks because they're extremely expensive and falling apart. The rides were. Um, breaking as she was on them. And I I think that, you know, when people saw DeSantis taking on Disney, they thought maybe the Goliath isn't as Goliath as we thought he was. Well, I haven't heard anything about the parks breaking down. In fact, uh, unbeknownst to my audience, last year we had saved up money and we did take the kids to Disneyland in California because that's where my bride went when she was a baby girl and, and she wanted to take them back to where she had been. But uh, that's probably going to be our last visit to a Disney park for a while, um, yeah. because we, we can't we can't justify supporting them with our dollars when they're pushing this kind of stuff. Um, what's been the push? And it's a lot of dollars. It is, and you know, dumb me. I, yeah, let's fly to California instead of uh, just down the coast. Um, but yes, we that's what we did, and uh, and the kids got it. And uh, we're, we're, we're off and running uh, to the next thing now. Uh, Bethany Mandel, uh, Stolen Youth, uh, you got to check it out. She and Carol Markowitz, you know both of those ladies. Why? Because they're on my show each week, Hugh Hewitt. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> Bethany, come back and see us again soon. Be well. Thanks, Kevin. You got it. Talk to you later. Kevin McCullough, we've got a big show still ahead. Don't go away. Guys, this Valentine's Day, give her the next best thing to wearing nothing at all. Available exclusively at Pajamagram. Sexy, sultry, naturally nude pajamas feel just like her soft skin. Even more alluring than lingerie, the texture and touch of these pajamas is so seductive that you'll both love the feel of them. Leave nothing to the imagination with naturally nude pajamas. 
Go to pajamagram.com right now and save 25%. Pajamagram will even wrap the whole gift up for free. That's right, 25% off naturally new pajamas and free gift packaging. Listen, if you missed out on this offer during Christmas, don't make the same mistake twice. But you need to order today because last year they sold out before Valentine's Day. Here's what you do. Go to pajamagram.com right now. That's pajamagram.com. Use code NUDE, N-U-D-E, and save 25% off your order of naturally nude pajamas. Order now. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Can I have two minutes of your time? Because in the next two minutes, there is a woman who is going to find out the news here in the tri-state area that she is pregnant with an unexpected pregnancy. And while this month celebrates abortion across the nation, we would like it to celebrate something else. Maybe the day that her baby is saved. Scott Wilder is here from Preborn. How does it work? And here's the way it works. You provide ultrasounds and ultrasounds save lives because ultrasounds are the truth. A lot of people talking about follow the science, follow the science on climate change, follow the science on the boosters, follow the science. How about following the science on life? We know so much more today than we did in 1973. This is the Sanctity of Human Life Month, and we invite you to join us and save lives by providing ultrasounds. It's easy to do. It's ours to do. And we're standing. We're praying for you right now that you would just say, yeah, I'm not going to wait another minute. I'm going to start 2022 the right way. I'm going to stand for life because this is an inside job. If we don't do it, it's not going to be done. And so would you stand with us today? 833-850-2229 is the number. 833-850-BABY. If that's easier to remember, you can also give online at WMCA.com. But friends, right now, there are young women making the decision to abort or to uh, carry that baby to, to term. An ultrasound gives her a chance to see that baby living, to hear that baby breathing and making noise and uh, fluttering about inside her womb firsthand. And friends, I don't know if you're like me, but the first time I saw my unborn child on an ultrasound, it melted me like uh, candle wax. So this is the opportunity. You can help save a life right now. 833-850-2229. A five-pack of ultrasounds can be banked for a gift of $140, a 10-pack for $280. They are $28 each. Could you be generous and give right now? 833-850-2229 or WMCA.com. Again, that number, 833-850-BABY. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us on this Friday. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, I've talked a lot in the last couple of days about how much dishonesty was coming from the president in his State of the Union, but it's really been pervasive throughout all of his policies. But when he talks about the economy specifically, he's been telling some pretty fat whoppers. And uh, to break this down for us a little bit more is E.J. Anthony from the Heritage Foundation. E.J., welcome back to the show. Um, This president gets away with telling the most absurd things, and the press don't hold him to it. But what are some of the most egregious examples that you've been tracking? Where do we start? Um, You know, one of the things that that I think – uh, the, the press has really been covering for the president on uh, is the, the financial damage that this administration has done to the average American family. And the president, for example, loves to talk about how much wages are up. And, and that part of the narrative is actually true. 
but they're completely ignoring the fact that prices are up even more so that you can actually buy less today, even though your paycheck is bigger than you could on the day when, when Biden took office. And then on top of that, you also have to remember that borrowing costs are going up on everything from, from credit cards and, and auto loans to mortgages and student loans. And so when you combine those two effects, both those higher borrowing costs and real wages being down, the average American family right now feels over $7,000 poorer because of these policies. Yeah. Well, and in, in, in effect – it's become a uh, situation of ask, asking people who are paying $10 a carton for eggs to believe him that they're not really doing that. And I don't know how suspending reality in the voter's actual mind, I don't know how that's, I don't know how that works because it seems to me that no matter what he says, they still have to go fill their tank up and go buy food for their families. Right. But these are the same people who, who have tried to tell us we're not in a recession when we actually are. I mean, they, they truly think they can redefine words. They tried to redefine recession. Uh, you know, they, they try to redefine what a woman is for crying out loud. I mean, you name it. They think that they have the power to actually change the American lexicon and thereby change public opinion. We hear a lot about the jobs numbers and we hear a lot about, as you mentioned, the the cycle of pay for people seems to be up in some sectors um what for people that say well he he told us the truth about that um what is the what is the response to to them when you say um yeah but almost nothing else that he told you was true well this whole idea that the president has somehow created millions of jobs is, is is just nonsense we had an unprecedented government shutdown where we literally told people it is illegal for you to come to work. And so in a single month, over 20 million people lost their jobs. As we get record recovery from that, you can't tell me that's job creation. You're simply literally allowing people to go back to work. You're restoring lost jobs. So if you, if the president really wants to say, I've created, quote unquote, more jobs than any other president in history, by his own logic, that's not true because Donald Trump, his immediate predecessor, quote unquote, created more jobs. He created about twelve and a half million jobs in less time than it has taken Biden to, quote unquote, create twelve point one million jobs. But again, that, that entire discussion is meaningless because we were coming back from an unprecedented situation. You know, the, if you if you look at the trend of, uh, of jobs, for example, before the pandemic, and if you look at measures like the population to employment ratio or the labor force participation rate, by all those metrics, we're about two to three million jobs short right now of where we should be. Well, and that's uh, and that's true. And th- this idea that 12 million were created by his policies is such a farce. Most of those were uh, covid jobs that were lost and then they they slowly came back over the period of the last two years no absolutely and if you look at for example after the american rescue plan was passed under joe biden that effectively cut job growth on from the average month to month it effectively cut job growth about in half i mean his policies have not accelerated job growth they have decreased it they, they have basically retarded job growth in this country. We should be creating jobs far faster than we are. We should be adding payrolls at a much greater pace than we are today. But we're not because these public policies are effectively strangling the private market. Well, it's um, it's important for the voters to take note that what he has been saying is consistently untrue, and especially as it hits their pocketbooks. Uh, believe your pocketbook. Don't believe the lip, the moving lips of the politician. E.J. Anthony, thank you so much for being with us today. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Hi, Kevin McCullough. My pillow is having their biggest bed sheet sale ever. 
The MyPillow Percale sheets are available in a variety of colors and all sizes now on sale. For example, the queen size regular, only $89.98, now only $39.98 with your promo code WMCA. Order now, as there is a very limited supply. The MyPillow Precal sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They have deep pockets to fit over any mattress. The MyPillow Percale sheets come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. So go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square and use promo code WMCA to receive the MyPillow Percale sheets for as low as $29.98. Order now because when they're gone, they're gone. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use the promo code WMCA. That's 800-651-0798, 800-651-0798, and promo code WMCA. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. Download the AM570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. This is Pastor Matthew Recker with the Heritage of Faith Conversations Program. Join us every Sunday night at 6 p.m. to get Bible questions answered live on the air. Join us Sunday night at 6 p.m. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College because court reporters are such an essential part of the legal field. Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. Just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. That's P-L-A-Z-A college.edu. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. That's P-L-A-Z-A college.edu. WMCA welcomes the new show, More Like Jesus, with Pastor Dave Gustafson. The missing piece to all of this is Jesus. And here's why. Because Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And by doing that, he connected us with the power of God. Listen Monday through Friday evenings at 6.30. And I realize that to the world, it seems foolish, but it's not. It is the key to all of this. More Like Jesus on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Want more of AM570 The Mission and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for encouraging tweets, what's coming up on the radio, news from our ministries, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM570 The Mission. Come tweet with us. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. He is one of the longest-serving governors in American history, a two-time presidential candidate, a top-rated Fox News Channel host, and all of that before being known as Sarah's dad. Governor Mike Huckabee, exclusively on Kevin McCullough Radio. Glad you're with us. Uh, Thank you for hanging in there on a Friday. Big, busy day as we have been talking. And uh, Governor Mike Huckabee rejoins us. Of course, he is the host of Huckabee on your weekend watching on TBN um, every Saturday and Sunday night at 8 and 11. You don't want to miss that um, ratings-busting 
fabulous variety show that uh, TBN has uh, welcomed onto their uh, stage after he already made it a huge commercial success with Fox News. I mean, Huck, it was kind of like TBN had to go like, uh, hmm, do we want to carry the Huckabee show? Hmm, Yeah, okay, yes. Uh, And that's kind of what they did after you, you got out of the presidential race. Well, it's been a great thrill. And to TBN's credit, they have invested in the show to make it something beyond anything I ever dreamed of at Fox. Yeah. And it's one of the things I've enjoyed the most is the production quality, uh, the commitment they've made to just making it, um, I think, the best produced talk show on television, period. I really I will tell that. you one thing. You have the studio of studios. Everybody that's in uh, broadcast TV talk uh, envies your your room there. And uh, it's beautiful. And you know, at some point in time, maybe KMC is going to get to be a guest on it, but uh, we'll have to wait and see if that ever happens so I can see it in person. Uh, but uh, yeah. always appreciative of, of you being here. I thought you had been. We must make that happen. We yeah. will do that. My- okay. Well, yeah. we have not. I've not had a book out or anything, so I know that sometimes, you know, you want you want stuff. I did just launch my own TV show, so that was that's kind of fun. We could talk about that. Yeah. Um, anyway, hey, let's speaking of TV, let's stay there for a second. Chris Ruddy was on earlier. Um, this is uh, I'm, I'm going to get to the other top stories, too. But this is really another example of top down elites looking down their nose and saying that the people in middle America don't have any right to, to choose what they want to choose. And I, I'm getting tired of it, Governor. Well, I think we all should. Uh, one could argue that. DirecTV, AT&T, have a right to put on what they want and to uh, not put on what they want. They're a private business. Fair enough. And it's not something the government should get involved in because the government really doesn't have a role in making that decision. But consumers should be upset because this is a network that is paying really good money from a person's cable subscription to CNN and MSNBC and 22 left-leaning uh, opinion channels. It's really an insult to the people who like Newsmax and before that, One America News, who also yeah. got the platform from uh, DirecTV. And it does tick me off because it's it's very clear that there is a bias at the network level and the platform level, social media, all of these entities. And they just think that these rubes out here that watch uh, Newsmax or other networks just really don't matter to them. Well, we ought to tell them, you don't matter to us either. We de-platform you. All right, so I want to shift gears and get into the uh, top stories today. First, your thoughts on Memphis and what's going to come out at 6 o'clock and um, the fact that, you know, it's the the nation's bracing for what's going to happen here. Um, Your thoughts? How sad it is that we have to brace for this. Right. Uh, The fact is it's a horrible tragedy. We don't know. I'm I'm not trying to presume to know whether this – uh, incident involves guilty police officers because we still have presumed innocence until proven guilty by a court of law. Yep. But it certainly looks horrible. And I think, uh, you know, there's every reason to be just appalled by the treatment of this uh, uh, young person who was arrested. Having said that, protest, totally American. You have a right to do it. But what you don't have a right to do is to go into streets and burn police cars and riot and tear down property. That's a, a, a crime. So what I, I wish I could just ask people to think about is these officers have all now been charged with second-degree murder. The system is working. If they violated that young man's life and civil rights, they're going to pay the price. Isn't that what's supposed to happen? So it's not necessary to burn something down. Anyone who does that, they don't care about that kid that got killed. They're frankly just using this as an excuse, and it's disgusting that they would exploit his death for their own purposes. That's exactly correct. And I just got into a big heated argument with uh, someone on social media last night about BLM and the aftermath of the George Floyd incident. And that's exactly what happened here. But I would like everyone to take a huge breath just for a second, exhale. And say, wait a second, is the system working? It did in Derek Chauvin's case with George Floyd. I think it'll probably work here. That's my that's my assumption going into it. I wish we had more of that um, thinking across the board. It's it's a shame that we have to prepare 
for you know supposed uh, reaction. Let, let me let me shift gears one more time. Uh, Pfizer got caught basically saying that they were doing what Rand Paul was very concerned that Dr. Fauci was doing, and that they they have a whole program that they want to you know, peel off the uh, COVID and turn it into monsters that can turn into other things so that they can, quote, unquote, get a head start on vaccines to stop it. Your, your reaction to what Project Veritas has uncovered here? Uh, it's shocking. And uh, all I can do is hope that uh, that guy really was just trying to show off for a girlfriend. That's what he claimed. But it, it seems like that he was just spilling his guts. And if that's the case, then there better be some congressional hearings and investigations and perhaps uh, charges filed against Pfizer execs. Now, yeah. Again, they're innocent until proven guilty. But there's some real questions to be uh, answers for. And uh, we've got to have them. Did Pfizer actually know uh, that they were doing gain of function research? Were they involved in something that they were not telling us the whole story of the risk involved as well as the efficacy of the vaccine was it really that efficient and effective and in light of what uh, project veritas has uncovered by gosh we better find out and soon i know that senator marco rubio is already uh, setting a date for some uh, chats there on capitol hill so i hope that that goes somewhere exactly all right governor what's on the big huckabee today weekend show on tbn well, we're going to have a great time. Uh, Rick Leventhal will talk about his brand new book. He was with Fox News for 24 years, but he was in the middle of almost every big news story for the past 30 years, including yep. being at ground zero when the Twin Towers fell. I still remember the visuals of him covered in soot and dust <laughs> and him reporting from there. It was just unforgettable. He will be with us talking about his new memoir. Uh, we have the absolute one-of-a-kind Rich Little back with us who will give us uh, Joe Biden. Uh, so I guess I could say <laughs> Joe Biden is going to be on the show there in you the go. form of Rich Little. And the country band Shenandoah will also be with us. It's, it's going to be a wonderful show. It sounds like it. Uh, Governor, thank you as always for being with us on this Friday, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. Get ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular nine-day Mediterranean cruise with Alistair Begg this August. Renew your vision, purpose, and connection with Christ as Alistair powerfully unpacks God's Word during this spectacular adventure. All along our journey, opening God's Word so that we might become more like Jesus. Register today. Call 855-565-5519. 855-565-5519. Or visit DeeperFaithCruise.com. Numbers mean much to me because of prostate cancer. I'm Johnny Braggs, the number two for my stepfather who died of prostate cancer and my uncle who suffered so much after prostate cancer surgery. The number 15, 15 years since Dr. Lederman's successful treatment of my prostate cancer. The number zero, which is my PSA, zero, after Dr. Lederman's successful prostate cancer treatment, what every man wants. The numbers one, two, three, four, important for every man with prostate cancer. One, getting the most successful treatment. Two, avoiding radical robotic surgery. Three, keeping sexual functions. Four, maintaining urinary control. Call my Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, 212 Choices, to consider his prostate cancer treatment for you. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted, 1384 Broadway at 38th. Call 212 Choices for prostate cancer treatment. Call Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices. I'm glad I did. You'll be number one with Dr. Lederman. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, Greg welcomes back New York City Council Member from the 6th District, Gail A. Brewer, to talk about today's council compared to the council she served on 20 years ago. It's Reaching Out, Saturday afternoon at 4.30 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. you need to know when you need it it's kevin mccullough radio so glad to have you with us especially on this busy friday 
So many things to discuss, so many uh, different uh, items of news to watch. Uh, just this little plug, uh, this Saturday, tomorrow night, uh, we will be uh, offering you a best of Radio Night Live uh, on the Salem News Channel as we are um, in our final stages of preparation for the following Saturday's launch of the brand new broadcast titled That Kevin Show. And uh, it's going to be unlike anything else that is in conservative talk radio or television. You do not want to miss it. Uh, We promise a lot of laughs. We promise to have a good time every Saturday uh, while still covering the breaking news and hopefully uh, getting you the information that you need. Now, Dateline on this Friday with all of these enormously important stories. uh, Dateline, Washington, D.C., after multiple caches of highly classified government documents were found in different locations belonging to the president, Joe Biden. What, you didn't hear about that? Yeah, they actually, that was all something that uh, went down. He, he had uh, storages and storages of them uh, hanging, out, hanging everywhere. Some in his garage, some in his office, some in his museum, some in his home, some in his bathroom, some uh, behind the... Uh, the the ice cream in the freezer because he forgot he absentmindedly left some there while he went to go get his uh, scoop of uh, rum raisin. I guess he was maybe having too much rum raisin. You know, probably that's probably what it was. I mean, I don't I don't know for sure, but it, it, I think it could easily have been that. Um, but anyway, all that to say, the uh, a, a very very big news week that we had uh, is all um, you know it's not it's not diminishing in its importance by uh by this at all and and that's why it is so important so so imperative that the doj the department of justice does what it is now planning on doing because if you are going to be a department of justice that is consistent uh in its application of justice that means you have to uphold the law and if one president has been found, and you make a big fat deal about classified documents that he has in his locked vault uh, that is guarded by the Secret Service, and uh, uh, and they even put extra protection on it so that uh, so that the uh, people that were you know not even going to be able to get to it anyway now have double the amount of of uh, problems before they're able to penetrate that that lock. If you're going to do that. Uh, and, and it's still a problem, and you're still going to make a big deal about it and, and drag that president before the American people, then by golly, you got to be consistent. So after multiple caches of highly classified government documents were found in three different locations belonging to Joe Biden, the United States Department of Justice has acted swiftly and plans to indict President Donald Trump for the alleged crime. Uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland said in a press briefing announcing the indictment, this is a serious violation of federal regulations. We take all measures available to the Justice Department to hold Donald Trump accountable for President Biden being found in possession of these documents. No one is above the law. Oh, wait, that's from the Babylon Bee. My bad. I thought that was a real news story. They're not actually going to indict Trump for Biden's documents. But it crossed their mind. I'm Kevin McCullough. 